0: Everybody, Welcome to Episode 75 of For the Love of Guns. My name is Jason Chaler and I want to talk to you about firsts. right. First. The first time. But before we get into this topic, it's time to pay the bills. And this episode is brought to you by Falco Holsters. I have four Falco Holsters right now, and I love every single one of them. Everything from, well, this AX-11 the hand-carved leather absolutely beautiful all the way into my shoulder holster these are great craftsmanship great designs and they fit comfortably if you're looking for a really nice leather holster or even they have some kydex or even some hybrids because one of mine is actually a hybrid and man i think it's really comfortable definitely go check out falco holsters and use the checkout code banshee for 10 percent off your order now, what do I mean about firsts? I really want you to think about this. What was your first gun? Was it something that was given to you? Like for me, my first gun was a um, Remington 870 Wingmaster. 12 gauge. Still have that shotgun today. Actually, I took it apart on one of my videos. That was my first shotgun. First gun ever first shotgun. Second gun was a Winchester Model 94. 30-30 lever action. Beautiful rifles still have that one, too. Actually, you saw that get taken apart in the channel. So, what was your first gun? How special was it to you? I know mine are so special, I don't think you could ever get them away from me. Now the first gun I ever bought was a Glock 17. So it was a generation two Glock 17, bought that the day I turned 21. I was living in Maryland, waited out the waiting period, and um, loved that gun. I ended up selling that gun. I didn't keep it. And, you know, I was an FFL at the time and I was trying to keep business going, so there, you know there's things you just need to do, and you have to sell off some personal stuff when you're in business to keep things going but I do miss that gun. I at least, you know, feel good that that gun went to Texas. Uh, I sold that on GunBroker, and it went down to Texas and I know it's safe down there, but that gun did have special meaning to me. I mean, to some people it's Hey, that's just a first generation Glock 17, but that was also the gun that got me into competition shooting because inside of the little Tupperware case that those Glocks come in, was a little slip for GSSF and this is back when Glock didn't even have a web page. I mean, they did, but all it was was their logo. That was it. So this is going back a few years. I mean, considering I'm 50 now and um, yeah, do the math back to 21 it's been a while, but that gun was special to me because it took me into my first competition shooting and I, I remember that shoot just like it was today. I had no idea what to expect because for me, competition shooting was like Bianchi cup and I'm like, "Ah, I don't want these targets flying back and forth. And that's just not me. But I had so much fun shooting it that, um, well, I got my father involved into competition shooting. So for the few years that, um, I was competing and then I got him into competing before he died, he was my shooting, you know, partner. I mean, we shot all kinds of uh, competitions. We traveled up and down the East Coast shooting GSSF matches. And that got us into bowling pin shoots. I remember my first bowling pin shoot. Um, It was in a gun range called Continental Arms just outside of Baltimore. Just having a lot of fun. Now, I know I'm kind of rambling here about my firsts. But why are firsts so important? Firsts are so important because, when well, we have new gun owners coming up. We have children that we want to teach gun safety and start becoming, you know, responsible gun owners. Firsts are very important. We want to make sure that a first time experience, no matter what it is with firearms, is the best possible experience. Maybe you have a gun owner that you know is taking a friend to the range for the first time. Well, we don't want them out there and learning the wrong ways, right? I mean, we want we totally want them to have fun, but we also want them to understand respect, respect for the firearm, respect for the environment, respect for your fellow shooters on the line, whatever the situation is we only get one chance at that first impression so we want to make sure that these people are learning just the the proper technique the proper way i mean you don't need to be all on full you know nra instructor you know to teach someone how to shoot but it is nice to have those skills i mean I can't count how many people I've taken to the range for the first time and they've shot my guns You took them to the range. They shot my guns and they had a great time. It's a lot of work taking someone to the range for the first time because you're trying to pay attention to what they're doing, trying to pay attention to the environment, paying attention to what you're doing and you're trying to make sure everything is fun. Because some people, don't get me wrong, I've taken some people to the range that they're they're not gun people, right? They might be, we'll call them gun curious. Some of them never became gun owners. But they understood a firearm. They understood how to respect it. It's perfectly okay. I don't care if you want to be a gun owner or not. It's up to you to exercise your rights. But I want as many people going out and learning how to shoot, whether they're going to be firearm owners or not. I want them immersed into this sport. Because people don't realize it's a sport. If you go to the range to practice, even if it's for personal protection, it's still a sport. It's a sport that could save your life. Could save the lives of other people, your family, your property, but it's still a sport. You're learning a skill. When you go shooting, when you're on that firing line with a firearm, you're an athlete. Now, some of us are, you know, have the food blister. Sometimes the food blister is bigger than others, but we're not, you know, High performing athletes, but we are still athletes. I mean, when we're shooting, our you know, our pulse races, you know, our heart rate comes up. We're trying to take something and you know, take a bullet and put it through a target. And then the second bullet, we want to go through the same hole. Of course, that's if we're shooting paper. For shooting steel, well, we're trying to ring that steel. For in competition shooting, depending on what you know, discipline you're going for, trying to go into the A zones, B zones. You know, you're trying to get those A zone hits. If you can't, B zones, they're good. As long as you just hit the paper, especially if you're new at shooting. First time is so important. That's what I love about competition shooting. I mean, if I go down to my local club to go shooting, because we're all amateurs, we're not professionals, we're all amateurs. If I go down there and I'm shooting a course, you know, I'm in my squad and we're shooting, you know, let's say USPSA, because that's generally what I, I lean towards. And there is somebody who does not have enough ammo. now. I'm not talking about, you know, they didn't show up with ammo. They're just like, hey man, I'm like a mag or two short to get through the course of fire. Usually everybody chips in a couple of rounds to get the person through the match. Or maybe they're there and they don't have all of the gear. I always have extra gear with me. I'll lend you a holster if it fits your gun. I usually have tools with me. I usually have a sight pusher with me. Have a sight that's off. Hey, man, let's go to the um, the safety area. I'll pull out a sight pusher, and you can adjust your sights. As long as I have, you know, if I have my one sight pusher with me, as long as I have the shoes for it, or if I have my uh, my new one that I just got that doesn't use shoes, hey, no problem. We're going to push some sights for you. We want that first time experience to be as perfect as possible. We want you to own a firearm. Now, a first time gun owner, they don't know what to look for, right? I mean, if they've never been to the range, how are they going to make a good decision? I mean, you can research a gun all you want. But is that the right gun for you? Back when I was an FFL, I used to say that the, you didn't pick the gun, the gun picked you. And really, what that means is, when you pick up a gun, does it fit your hand? I mean, am I going to take a you know five foot two lady and put a fifty caliber Desert Eagle into her hand? No, it's not going to fit her hand. And when she does shoot that, she's going to have a really miserable experience. I'm not going to talk her out of it. If that's what she wants, that's what she's going to get. But I might t- tell her that. Maybe start off with something else, right? There's nothing wrong with owning this big, nice gun. Maybe start off with something else if you're a first-time gun owner. Have that first experience. Because nobody wants to be that YouTube video where, you know, you shoot the gun and then the muzzle hits you in the head. Or the shotgun that you're holding loose and then just, you know, knocks you right in the shoulder. Firsts are important. Think back to your first time handling a firearm. If you're listening to this podcast and you've never handled a gun before, just realize, go find someone to help you. If you're at a gun counter, it doesn't cost you anything to pick up a gun and handle it. You need to be safe about it. You don't want to go around flagging people. For those of you who don't know what flagging is because you're new to the sport. Flagging means the muzzle. You don't want that muzzle crossing around people. You don't want to point the gun at people because the first rule of gun safety is all guns are loaded. People get cranky when you start flagging them and rightfully so. But go to a gun counter. Talk to the person behind the counter, tell them, hey, I'm new, I've never owned a gun before. They'll help you make a decision. They'll show you some guns and they'll walk you through some things. They're going to clear the gun. They're going to show you right there how to be safe at the counter. And if they don't, go find a different gun store because they're not interested in safety, which safety is first, always safe first. Then if you decide to buy that first gun, find someone to go to the range with you. It might seem awkward, right? I mean, you might be like, Hey, um, I know you're into guns. I've never shot before. It might be awkward. Generally gun owners will take other gun owners to the range. It's like golf for us. People love to take other people golfing gun owners like to take people to gun ranges because that's where we have fun. Find someone who knows what they're doing. It's going to be safe. If you can't find that someone, find an instructor. A lot of indoor ranges will have instructors not so much the outdoor ranges. I mean, I'm not saying there aren't outdoor ranges with instructors, but mostly indoor ranges have instructors or at least can point you in the right direction. Gun stores can also point you in the right direction. Make sure the first time is safe and enjoyable. Us gun owners, We also need to do the same thing. We need to invest and just totally invest into a new gun owner's life. Why? We want to be safe. We don't want them on the news because they accidentally shot someone because we have a safe sport. When we treat everything with respect, we have a safe sport. The one thing I don't want to be a first for anybody is an accident. I don't want anybody to ever have an accident with a gun. Period. That's one first I don't want you to have. I don't want you to be in the news. I don't want you to be in the news because of an accident. I don't want you to be in the news because you had to draw your weapon and defend your life. Unfortunately, that may happen. It happens. Just realize what to do during those firsts. If you do decide to carry a firearm, you're held to a higher standard. Make sure you get proper instruction. Make sure you know what to do, not just during the shoot, but afterwards. Because what happens afterwards can be just as important as what happened during. Make sure that first is going to be the best outcome for you. Now, wherever you are, if you're watching or listening, if there's a comment section, comment two things. I want to see see two things down there. One, what was the best first in firearms that you ever had? What was the worst first that you've ever seen? Because we'll learn from these things, right? If people will read those comments and see, wow, that was a really bad first, they'll learn. I'm going to give you a really bad first that I saw. This was a first for this one particular gun range. My father and I were looking around at indoor gun ranges to go join. And there was this one. um, We lived in Maryland and we're right on the Delaware, Maryland, Pennsylvania border, right in that corner there. So we were looking for an indoor range to go shooting at. We went up into a range into Pennsylvania. And nice gun store, right? Awesome, awesome gun store. And then off to the side they had the glass, the proof glass, and you could see the range and people shooting. So we're like, let's go take a look at the thing. What's nice is that we could look into the range and not have to put our eyes and ears on, right? Because we're behind the glass and we could see what's going on. And we saw someone with a shotgun. It was a pistol grip, no stock, short shotgun. Now I'm sorry for those of you that are on the audio side because this makes a lot more sense on the video, but I'll explain to you what I'm gonna show everybody. That person grabbed their shotgun and went right like this. And for you in the audio side, they put their face right behind the shotgun and their thumb going around the pistol grip was almost resting beneath their nose and their lip my father and i knew that this was not going to end well for this person and we are banging on the glass and it's we know he's not going to hear us right because there's other people shooting there plus they got the earring protection on plus it's thick glass but we're banging, trying to stop this. And I know the the staff was like looking at us. They were probably trying to figure out what the hell happened. As we started banging, guy squeezed the trigger, ate that shotgun. Turned around, blood just kind of dripping. I mean, that's the whole thing is we didn't know where the blood was coming from. It could have been coming from his nose, was it coming from his lips, mouth. Was he missing teeth? We don't know. You know, meanwhile, the whole staff is running, trying to figure out why we're banging on the glass, right? And they see that and they go rush in and help the person. I look at my father. He looks at me and we're like, Nope, not the range for us. Firsts are important. That may have been the greatest range ever. That was our first experience at their range. And the first experience told us they have people who are untrained, not safe, no range officers are actually paying attention to what's going on. We were gone. Nope. We were out. Never went back there again. Even after my father died and you know my wife started shooting with me Never went to that range ever. It was not safe. That's what's going through my mind. Now we ended up going to a range in Maryland, it's that range where I told you about the bowling pin shoots. I don't even know if it's around anymore. It was a beautiful range and you had to take a class to join the range. It was membership, not an hourly re- you know, rental like this other place was you had to join. Gun shop was okay. I mean, it wasn't spectacular, but it was okay. It was nice, but just didn't have a huge amount of selection. Then off to the side, they had a room. So we, it was me, my father and my mother. We went through the safety class and then at that range, you had to qualify. So after the class, we went to go qualify. My father and I, you know, the, R, the RO was sitting there watching us. We were good to go really quick. It took a little bit of time for my mother to qualify for the range. But they're there to help her through it. She qualified for the range and just happened to be that range was around the corner from where she worked. At lunchtime, she would go shooting. Beautiful range, safe range. Everyone knew what they were doing first. Our first impression of this range was absolutely perfect. Such an amazing range. After my father died, I showed up to go shooting, right? And I was off from work for a while because of dealing with all the family stuff. And I was like, you know, I need to, I just need to go to the range and just go shoot. So I went down there like, Hey, how you doing? Where, where's your shooting partner? And I told them the story and It's like, Ooh, um, the owner of the range wasn't there that day. Right. So they're like, they always had to shoot to the right. Cause they could see that's the easiest place for them to see from the, from the desk. And then they're like, once you get to the left, I'm like, Right? Ah. Mean, basically they just wanted me to have kind of some space. And, uh, you know, they knew me from shooting there and from competing there. They knew I was safe. And then, uh, the owner came walking in and he had, uh, Yeah, he talked to me for a little while. He came in on his day off to come talk to me. It was amazing, right? That was first. I'd never had a range owner come talk to me. You learn about something personal like that. But that was a great place for people to learn to be safe. My greatest first experience. Also, if you think about it, it was kind of, kind of a really crappy one at, at that as well. Was the uh, first time I shot 12 gauge. It was my father's um, uh, Browning Auto 5. Still have that shotgun. It's in the safe. And gosh, well, it was before I had my 870 and all that stuff. So, um was so, man. I, I uh 10, maybe 9 or 10 or something like that. And, um, remember shouldering that thing and whew, man, that recoil, <laughs> that that kind of hurt, but it was so much fun. Right. I mean, I just, I was probably a little young to be shooting 12 gauge. Um, especially out of that, I think he had like a 28 inch barrel. Um, so much fun, a little bit of pain, but I was hooked. It, it was a great time. Could I have held that thing tighter? Sure. I'm sure I could have held that thing way tighter, but that was my introduction to shotguns. I went on to go shoot trap after that. So think of your firsts. Think of your first with a gun. Think about somebody else's firsts. Think about all the people who want to take our rights away from us. What was their first like? That bet a lot of them never had the first, all right? They talk about stuff they have no idea about, not a surprise coming from politicians, right? Politicians often talk about stuff they have no idea what they're talking about. But we want to make sure everyone has a good first so we can keep our second. Thanks for listening. Hope you're staying safe out there and look forward to talking to you again soon.